Week 10 of the Food and Book Show with Antoine Lewis, my expert, somebody who's really sees, seen all kinds of weathers and storms on the show. Hey, wonderful to speak to you. How are you? All good, Rishi. How have you been? Excellent. South Mumbai seems to be in a role, particularly the area around Kala Ghoda, Antoine. I understand you visited a new Mediterranean restaurant in the neighborhood. What's it called? That's right. So there's Rekha, which opened earlier this month. It's on Rampart Row, directly above uh, Chetna. Uh, the menu has been developed by Chef Sabya Sachi Gorai. Uh, it's a mix of classical and progressive Mediterranean food, but completely based on indigenous Indian ingredients. Sabi, as he's uh, particularly as he's uh, popularly called, is a part of several global sustainable sourcing programs. And at the restaurant, they follow the same philosophy. One example of this is the Armenian Manti style ravioli, which has a filling of red amaranth or mat bhaji. You know, as a space. I thought Rekha was quite elegant and ideal for big groups. It's got these plain white walls, white tables and chairs and heavy leather couches. The bar at the entrance is incredibly well stocked and operations manager Daryl Mascarenas is a very talented mixologist. So it's obvious that they've got their beverages and their look right. Let's get down to the food. What did you try and what did you like? So we started with a Himalayan cheese toast made from a stretchy Kashmiri Kalari cheese. I thought it needed a hint of texture and spice. It was quite unremarkable by itself. The hummus that followed, however, was incredible. So there were three different types of hummus, white butter beans, horse gram, and black soybean. So none with the traditional chickpea. And in terms of texture, all three were so light and airy that they felt more like a mousse than a ground paste. And with this, I was drinking an OTT, which was an orange gin and tonic, where the orange, and I think they were using skins and, and, and peels, was trapped inside ice cubes, and the flavor released gradually as the drink started to warm up. <laughs> Sounds quite intelligent, and I'm very impressed. Also, that you would refer to a drink as an OTT, because <laughs> that is the, the prevailing norm or uh, the terminology to describe web series. OTT. <laughs> <laughs> what about the other dishes? Did they pass muster? You know, both the fish base uh, dishes I tried, they were excellent. There was the white fish kubide, which were these long dill-flavored kebabs uh, served on lavash. And there was a lavash fish pie, which was a money bag style pie where the kashundi flavored fish was wrapped in a lavash portly and then baked. I thought the jackfruit and tapioca espedata Espetada, you did a bit of work, as also the, the Turkish pide. Rekha has great potential considering it's a vegan and vegetarian heavy menu. However, some tweaks are required going forward. Fair enough. Now, Antoine, you visited the Shanzi at the JW Marriott in Juhu to try their new menu. Tell us about that. So I visited uh, the Shanzi, which opened about five years ago, a couple of times. And as a modern Asian restaurant, they've done a very fine job. A few months ago, they appointed Rohit Chadha as the new chef de cuisine at the restaurant. And uh, he's introduced a new menu as well. This menu seemed to be to lean more towards the classic with some modern nation touches. However, before I get into the food, I should mention that last week was Negroni week and Dinesh from the bar, from the bar made a variety of excellent Negronis. The first was a Negroni 52, which was an in-house variation of the classic. And this was made with a jasmine tea infused gin, chamomile infused vermouth and lemongrass infused Campari. The next was a Boulevardier, 
in which gin is replaced with whiskey. And finally, the Negroni Spagliato, which has sparkling wine instead of gin. And not only were the drinks special, but for each one of them, they used uniquely designed clear ice cubes. So the ice in the Negroni 52 had my initial embossed in it. <laughs> the Boulevardier had a kind of a mesh design and the Spagliato had a long rectangular block. Ice in different shapes and designs. That sounds pretty unique, but that's a whole different discussion, Antoine. Let's get back to the food and the new menu, please. So uh, we started with an avocado corne as the amuse-bouche. This was a crisp cone with a creamy avocado filling and topped with quinoa and pomegranate. It was visually attractive and also a delightful medley of uh, textures. Next came a tuna carpaccio, which was paper-thin slices of tuna topped with a very light dressing. So what you tasted most was the meatiness of the fish. The rainbow maki sushi, in which sections of the sushi were alternately rolled with tuna, salmon and avocado was a great idea and made for a rather colorful plate. Following this was a sort of a fried pumpkin dim sum where the outer covering was made with pumpkin dough and the filling contained mashed pumpkin and pineapple. Uh, it had an unusual sweet savory character and I thought that was quite amusing. The edamame truffle dim sum was quite standard but I did find the chicken shrimai topped with quail eggs to be rather unique. Well, it does sound like you really enjoyed your meal. How did it go with the mains is my question. So the mains were equally outstanding but the ones that really caught my attention was the delicate steamed sea bass soya fume where the light sourcing again did overpower the flavor of the fish. The edamame fried rice was perfectly cooked and there was a crunchy simple vegetable stir fry and finally mildly spicy prawns exo. All in all an excellent meal and I'm glad I visited even though it was after so long. You must read his writing. It's at www.antoinelewis.com A-N-T-O-I-N-E-L-E-W-I-S.com Hey, have yourself a wonderful uh, weekend up ahead and we'll speak next week. Bye-bye. Bye, Rishi. Take care.